0: Welcome to the NDL show. Huey Magic Man has come onto this platform to unpack his forthcoming project Summer Grace. But before we get into it, this one is called Time of My Life. It's the music edition on the NDL show. Let's get it.
1: Best time of my life. You gave me the best time of my life, I swear. I like taking flights. You can find me somewhere in the spasm I'm air. Yeah, my persona, my name, music, marijuana, I am on it, different love. Like Italian leather, yeah. what I tell you. Yeah. married for the rainy days. Loyalty and love is all I ask from you, if anything. Focus on the petty and I overthink problems that I'm noticing. I often exaggerate my mind. it's got a hold on me. You left it made a hole in me. Do my best to carry all the weight. I think the words that came from you are what my karma had to say. I caught a stray. And I get it in an awkward way I'm just paying the price for all the games I played The hearts that I had chose to break I guess in that way then I chose my fate I don't blame you, it was my mistake I realize the time it takes For you to earn a happy smiling face I'm genuine at heart and so I know I'll reach a better place I'm on my way, yeah Best time of my life You gave me the best time of my life, I swear i like taking flights you can find me somewhere in the skies my persona my name music marijuana i am on it different level my shit like italian leather what i tell you
0: Mm. Time of My Life by Huey Magic Man from his forthcoming project Summer Grace, which will be available for you to stream on any platform of your choice soon. The song in particular does not come alone. Huey has presented an amazing offering via the visuals of this track, which you can check and verify on YouTube. Now Huey graces us with his presence on the NDL show to discuss and unpack his project. It's been a long time coming on the socials. He is at Huey Magic Man. Now taking you back to last week, we released episode 40 Inequitably Equitably Policing the Black Body. We discussed how the South African Police Service tends to unfairly treat black bodies and in particular, black student bodies. We were joined by the head of psychology who shed some light on our very pressing questions. Do check it out if you haven't. Be sure to follow us on the socials at The NDL Show. Submit your music or any other inquiries to our show email on the show one at gmail.com. Buy yourself a t-shirt in support of The NDL Show at the price of 150 rand. Simply place your order by DMing us. Orders are confirmed by payment. Now, if you are acquainted with Huey's music, you will know that he is an amazing storyteller. Last year, he released his project Chasing Magic, and he honors us today. I must say that I'm always proud of his ineffable work, and we're about to get into his new EP. But before we do all of that, allow us to get you into this space of intelligible conversation with this very chilled yet potent track from Summer Grace. This one is called Say Me a Prayer.
1: Yeah, I have gone through some things, my love. I think it's best I tell it. I do not need their credit yeah. Niggas got mixed vendettas yeah. Figured I'd just be honest uh. Give you my life, be truthful uh. If I put me in the music uh. I'll be forever youthful yeah. Talk to flow of the new school uh. This ain't like what you used to uh. I do not trust like I used to uh. This life got me damaged yeah. I don't lose my balance We are not judged of talent Tell me how that's not madness Fuck it though, here we go, man Edge savage, let them all know What do you see when you look at me? Do you see all that I couldn't be? Do you see all of my deepest fears? Days in the darkness, will you be here? Say me a prayer, yeah. Love, I can feel it is coming, it's all in the air. Girl, you're a beauty, a diamond, you're so unaware. And I'm just thankful to God for the time that we share. Yeah, so i mean, it's, yeah, that's, that's it's pretty much like what a sniper like in this game, you know. <laughs> what?
0: Yeah,
1: it's tricky. You know, I don't know how I do it sometimes, but you know, I'm like, I'm trying.
0: What a way to enter into this conversation. It's always these very short songs that hit the heartstrings. Huey, welcome and thank you so much for joining us on the NDL show.
1: Yeah, Yo, Thank you for having me. I think that's, that's the best intro of my entire career. I don't think I've ever been intro that well.
0: <laughs> but you're not lying, though. We always make sure here, right? And how are you? How are you doing? I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm
1: feeling good. I'm I'm feeling weird. The, the world feels rather weird, I think, but then that's the case for most people.
0: True, true. And on your side, why do you feel that this particular period we're in is weird?
1: For oh, the pandemic, I think that's the main thing, you know, but then, yeah, I think that and just, and like, I think the pandemic coupled with all of the pandemic's side effects, because not all of the side effects are just like, you know, related to the disease, you know, they're not all physical, it's just, Um, I, I think people are spending a lot more time on social media. I think people are a bit more irritable. So there's lots of things that are happening that are just making this a very weird time.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And we're actually going to get into that conversation about social media. But before we do, I know you as an artist, but apart from the music, what do you do? You know, what other interests are you pursuing? I mean, you tweeted that you have something to tell to the artists who are doing music for the money. So what do you do for money, Huey?
1: I should well, it's like, I mean, I try to do, I try to do the best I can do given the circumstances of 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 the country that we live in. You know, I mean, I don't like to go into that, you know, with too much detail, as well, because you know, it's my, it's my, um, I take that as like Isaac's life, like my private life. <laughs> so you know, yeah. So so I mean, I may, I may, I may dip and dabble in things, but then music is one hundred percent not the thing I rely on to make a majority of my um, my income
0: and speaking about your personal life i think you are one person who has truly mastered how to keep it off everywhere and keep it very very personal and even about your relationship status i mean i only heard it from you just now by what i can presume was a mistake how do you manage to keep your life so private and being so out there about your music and your other thoughts
1: Um, I mean, it's very sacred. My girl says this thing that I love is, um, whenever we we link up or whatever, she always says, um, leave Huey at the door. So... Like whenever I go to her spots or whatever, she comes to the house or she sort of says, leave Huey at the door, and that's something I really try to do. You know, um, there's certain things that I share, you know, uh, I'm, I'm about my life that I choose to share, but then there's other things that it's like I believe are really sacred, especially when they're happening in real time. I may I may share um certain things after they've happened, or after they've lapsed, but as things are happening, I like to keep them very 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 private
0: mm. Mm-hmm. I also want to get to that level where I don't overshare, right? But let's get into your history in music, Huey. When did you realize that you wanted to hop onto this thing?
1: I've always had like a really, like a really deep love for music. I think the earliest memories I have of my life is of me, my mother, my dad being in a room, and then there being music in the background, so whether we're boys to men or. Like he do, it or um, Phil Collins, you know, there's always just music in my life. So, like, and a large variety of music. So, I've always had a deep appreciation for it. Initially, I wanted to sing, but then I quickly found out that I didn't really have the best voice, you know, much to the irritation of my parents. So, um, later on um, in my life, I got into rapping. And yeah, so I think I've always sort of known, but then, yeah. Rapping seems to be the method of expression that I connect to most.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there are challenges that you have or continue to experience just trying to navigate as an artist. Could you walk us through your experiences in this regard?
1: as have really spoken it's like music isn't 100% what I do for a living, right? So I think I experienced it in a very, very, very um, different way. There's so many things that happen inside the industry of music that, um, that I think are, for one, very distasteful, um, very disheartening. Yeah. So I try my utmost best um, to remember that, okay, the reason I'm making music is because, you know, God chose to put me through certain things in my life so I could take those experiences, digest them, and then put them out into the world in a way that'll make it better for somebody else going through that thing, you know? So. I think that's like just juggling that, that purpose and um all the things that come with the industry it has definitely been the hardest part of all of this.
0: And speaking about the industry, you know, a number of artists are of the belief that it is dwindling, especially during this time of social media and bedroom studios. Is the industry still relevant in your eyes?
1: Yeah, I think the the entertainment industry, um, I don't think artists should really take it personally, because at the end of the day, the entertainment industry is the entertainment industry. It's not the most talented people industry or the, it's just whatever's entertaining. And now, like, the interesting thing about, about human beings is, like, it's not, like, entertainment doesn't always have to come from, you know. It doesn't have to be the smartest person in the world or whatever. It could be something very simple. So mm. I think the entertainment industry will always be that you know a, a bunch of the things are like in the in the, in the industry are fleeting. They don't last forever. So I think if you're an artist and um, you're an artist and you do this for different reasons, you know you aren't just in it for the business, then you should set different um, benchmarks for yourself. You know I don't mm-hmm. think you should be too focused on the industry and the goings on of that.
0: I get that. Now, you and I have spoken off air about mental health and I feel that it is something that is always spoken about, but there's something that we're not really tapping into because many of us continue to struggle with it. I mean, I didn't grow up knowing about mental health. It was something I learned later on. And I wanted to ask you, as an artist, it's a given that one may eventually face mental health issues, you know? Have you ever felt like the music and the industry has strained your mental health?
1: One hundred percent, and it's, it's 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 really ironic that we're having this conversation because I had I had an experience um over the past couple of days that obviously for obvious reasons I can't you know I can't really speak about, but then that really highlighted just how just how fickle you know um we are you know and it was for one very scary you know uh I think just being being in an industry where a lot of 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 your worth lies in the opinions of other people you know in the yeah. entertainment industry you're as valuable as what everybody thinks of you you know if people mm-hmm. think you're shit, you know if, if people think you aren't you know the greatest then you aren't that regardless of the work that you put you put in it's not like um where you're an athlete and you're Usain Bolt and, you know, you're the fastest and you're going to win the race because you're the fastest. The music industry isn't set up that way. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's the. I think just the entertainment industry as a whole, actually, for a matter of fact, is set up that way. So that's one of the things that are that can be incredibly mentally um, um, draining. So, yeah, again, I try to stay away from from all of that stuff. That's that's really the only cure you have is just to like not engage it you know because if you do engage it it is going to affect
0: you yeah but also it seems that it's almost impossible not to engage with it because i mean this is an industry that houses people who dictate whether an artist is worthy of a platform or not you know given their own perception of what great music is how does one work around that and particularly for upcoming artists who have to continuously persevere despite 10 people saying you know what your music is whack
1: Mm. I, I, I think that's, that's the dilemma. That's now the, like this, the great sacrifice of
0: the, you know, of, of, of art
1: and the industries. Because many of the great artists or many of the, the people that do this to a very high level sacrifice their lives. Mm. And that's just the reality of entertainment or, or anything where you excel at a high level. And I don't think, um, actually, not, it's not it's not communicated enough just how much of your life you have to sacrifice in order to be the thing that you see on TV or the thing that you hear on radio. You know, it takes a lot of sacrifice and that's just the reality. That's, you know, so the best thing I suggest would be to just find a balance, you know, between listening to those voices and letting those voices affect you, or rather listening to them and doing the right thing with those voices, you know, okay, so these people are saying I need to do this, okay, cool, I'm going to get better and I'll do this, but as soon as you do that, given the industry that we're in, people will critique you on something else
0: not one lie and when it gets to that point i mean it's inevitable for one to find that they're no more doing what they want to do for themselves but rather to fulfill the palate of an ever-changing audience it just does not end
1: it it gets worse (laughs) the the more success it gets you the the more pressure now the more voices you hear because at one point i'm sure you I'm, i'm sure you agree at one point you were recording um your podcast right and you were the only person in the world that could hear what was going on at one point. Hmm. So the only the only opinion that mattered to you at that at that time was okay, what do I think? But now all of a sudden, because you know such and such is a fan and you care about them, and you know that person is the fan too. Now I'm worried about hey, now their voices is, is in my head, or what I imagine their voice would be is in my head. Now I'm wondering, okay, so what what would they think on this song? You know, so I think the bigger you get, then just the more those voices, you know, um, um plague you. So it's just a matter of. I'm I'm developing strength.
0: What a way to bring that home, Huey. I really relate with that because that's one of the biggest reasons as to why it took me so long to get back into podcasting. Because I kept on thinking about how do I make my comeback in the midst of all of this expectation? And disappointing people with the show is another great fear of mine.
1: So now you know, okay, my voice my voice means more now so it's it's just tough so a lot of, like so i try to get back to the kid who was in his room rapping for himself
0: mm, mm. that is so beautiful and since releasing chasing magic you know did you feel that pressure with the process of creating this project summer grace
1: 100% 100% which is why i think i decided to make something that's I was like you know what fuck it I'm gonna make something that's completely different I'm like I'm not gonna do anything that um that anybody um um um, suspect I mean I'm still Huey so my music will still sound relatively the same right So, so but I'm really trying to do something that can let me break that chasing magic expectation so I can move on to the next thing so that's always my thing for me with music It's like, no, I'm not going to give you what you want me to give you. You know, I'll give you a little bit of, you know, but you've got to you've got to allow me every now and then to make a project where I can satisfy, you know, my creative needs. But then trust me, I'll, I'll get back to you and, and, and I'll deliver what you need as well.
0: That's quite dope, you know, and I heard that with Summer Grace because I went back to listen to Chasing Magic just to detect the different sound. And I think you did amazing. And actually, while we're here, I want to get into your conceptualization of Summer Grace. This one is quite different from Chasing Magic, as we've been saying, right? What inspired it? Who is Summer Grace and where is the E in Summer?
1: That was be really cool. I, I, was, I just thought that would looked really cool. I don't know why. <laughs> You know, so when I wrote it, I was like, because I, um, I wrote it out on paper and I was like, oh, something about the MMR, I don't know. So I'm going to write it like this, you know, so there's no, there's no, there's no artistic reason <laughs> behind that. It's just, yeah, I just want it. And then um, Grace is like, so I imagine Grace up as like the collective spirit of all of my favorite exes or all of the relationships that I had that um, really affected my life positively in the best way right so so grace is all of those people you know um there's different stories from you know different times in my relationships like i had i had one of my exes dm me because she thought one song was about her and it wasn't but there is a song about her on the project you know but she thought the wrong song so it's 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 just um a bunch of different experiences that i had with all of my exes like put into grace and then the project is about my struggles with the music industry and being Huey and also my struggles with being Isaac for Grace. Yeah, so that was uh, the idea behind the project. And then, um, so it basically just chronicles um the relationship, how it starts, you know, the attraction to me, sharing my insecurities and whatnot, and then me closing off and disappearing, you know, and then mistrust happening, you know, just just, yeah, all of those things.
0: Sure. And I have so many questions now. Firstly, I find this thing that you do very interesting because you actively describe and talk about yourself in this dichotomy between Huey and Isaac. Can you walk us through what is different between the two? What is the difference?
1: Yeah, that's a really dope question. Um, Isaac is, I think Isaac is, you know, that's, I guess, the person and Huey's is Huey's the bravado, you know. So Isaac is the kid who went to school, you know, always did really good at school, you know, had the best marks, you know, probably wasn't cool at all. Um got yeah, very shy, you know, and then Huey is the the bravado. It's 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 yeah it's 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 all of the strengths you know all of the things that Isaac wants to be all of the things that Isaac wants to project onto the world that's Huey you know so that bravado sometimes comes with a lot of delusions of grandeur sometimes you know sometimes arrogance that that isn't called for yeah so so that's who Huey is you know Huey is the guy who performs on stage and you know, is feeling himself and is, is, is acting like this expression of self-love, you know, and Isaac is the guy who's actually dealing with the shit of, okay, cool. Um, this is, yeah, this is how I need to learn how to love myself and whatnot. So, yeah, that's the dichotomy, as you put it, um, on the project.
0: That is so beautiful and quite profound. And you also mentioned about how the songs are also inspired by your favourite exes, and I quote verbatim. And I find that so interesting because when I look at my life, I do not have one favourite ex. How are they your favourite exes? I mean, what was the criteria?
1: Yeah, Um. I mean, it's just it's just all of those because I think, you know, every we all date people. Sometimes, you know, you date somebody because you're lonely or you're with somebody because... Um, you know, you just want to be with somebody or, you know, it just isn't for the right reasons. And then every now and then, like, comes along a relationship that will be, like, just incredible you know what i mean it's just it's like it'll happen at the right time in your life you'll be ready for them they'll be ready for you and for a certain period you know you guys will just you know it'll just be magic just for a certain period you know and sometimes that magic goes away sometimes you know you grow up and you become different people you know sometimes one moves to another country you know theres you know a bunch of things can happen but then yeah it's just it's just all of those relationships that I really, really enjoyed, and after, for sure, changed me for the better.
0: Hmm. That is something. Hey, now I have to ask because earlier on this year, Jada Smith published this letter that Tupac wrote for her, and people were just articulating how you know they wondered how Will feels. And since you said that, how does your partner feel knowing that there are songs that are inspired by your exes?
1: Yeah, I try to be. I try to be as honest as possible you know, um, there isn't anything I like to keep from my girl, you know, I mean, nobody's, nobody's perfect, everybody has white lies or whatever, you know, I may say I didn't eat when I really ate or whatever, you know, but then yeah. for, the, like, for the, for the really important stuff is I try to be as honest as, as possible, you know, mm-hmm. so um, she, yeah. under- she understands that I have a purpose in this music stuff, but also um she really doesn't live in the music world, you know, she doesn't, um, have instagram or twitter or facebook you know um oh, wow. she, like, yeah so she doesn't exist in this in this realm that i live in as huey so yeah it's it's it doesn't bother her too much because i like, guess it's, it's 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 not that real to her anyway
0: and I can confirm that I am not that person. Now, the storyline and song titles are very symbolic of a romantic love on Summer Grace. Let's talk about the song, The Dilemma. What is this dilemma? What is this dilemma, Huey? It seems like guys are always in some kind of dilemma. So I'm very interested to know what situation fueled this particular song.
1: Basically, um, it's that's, that's just me laying out um, the premise of the project about me struggling to balance the rap life with my actual life with this with this with this woman you know about me struggling to live my life and um the rap life that's that just lays out the the the, the premise of the project so that's the dilemma
0: i get you and can you map out what those particular challenges look like in balancing your life outside of rap and your life as an artist
1: then there's just certain things that happen sometimes that just cause interference, you know what I mean? Whether it be um, um, going to the club too often and getting attention that somebody may feel, you know, because my my girl isn't particularly a fan of crowded places or clubs or things like that. So whenever we do, you know, do that, it's always, it's always a bit of a, you know, ish, who's this person you're speaking to and who's... And you, like, I mean, like, I'm sure you, you understand... You've got to play the industry role, you know, you've got to greet people, you know, and hug and, you know, be extra excited or whatever. So that that whole that whole thing and then the the intimacy of of a relationship is can be hard to balance.
0: Sure. I totally resonate with that because I also tend to be very possessive, you know, and moving on to love too, attraction. Right. You have highlighted how different your partner is from you. Do you in any way resonate with the statement that opposites should, in fact, attract?
1: Yes, yes, no, for sure. Um, um, one of my best friends. Um. There's a girl called um, um, Tawang, you know, she's been my she's been my friend since high school, like since grade eight, I think we've been friends, you know, and that was and and that was a lot of years ago. So she she made this comment saying that my girl is like fire and, you know, she's like, no, she's like ice and I'm like fire because I'm a very person, you know, but she's very chill, very, you know, so she balances me out for sure. Yeah, I don't see I don't see how I'd be able to date somebody else who's high. I just think it it, it would be a lot.
0: I agree. Too much of anything is not good. And in the song, you also say, "Don't it feel like love? Don't it feel like lust?" And I would like for us to unpack that. You know, do you think that there is a very thin line between love and lust, so much so that it is challenging to tell the two apart?
1: Mm, yeah, especially especially in moments of like extreme passion hmm. you know when you're like and uh, you know like i don't i don't, I don't know if, if like there's always you know when you're dating somebody or or you're with somebody and the chemistry is really good and you guys don't go there you don't get intimate for a while for whatever reason like when yeah. you guys do get intimate and you guys are you know that first moment of 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 honesty of you know what it, like i love you i can't even front on it it is what it is. I love you. You know what I mean? And yeah. she's like, ah, actually, I love you, you know, and then there's just this intense passion that comes along with that. You know, so I think when you walk that line of that, just that intense passion, it can it, it can get very, very blurry.
0: And do you think that there is a way to move away from that? Because I feel that somehow it is inevitable. You know, at some point it's going to happen. How do you find yourself trying to revert back to calm that intense passion a bit?
1: Oh yeah, I mean I I think I think I think it happens happens naturally just with time. It's eventually just, you know, like relationships just calm down. You know, it's the honeymoon phase and it's yeah. it's hectic and whatnot. But eventually, you know, everything it it gets normal, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah. It normal. yeah. It can be a bad thing too. Hmm.
0: I hear you. And on the song, you also say, "nigga shady trying to dim me out. Wonder what all that's about, right? Let's talk about that. Who are you talking about here? Because I can only imagine someone as well-versed in what you're doing as you are. Not everyone is going to like that. Not everyone is going to receive all of that well. Especially if they feel that you're a threat. What event happened that made you realize that there are people who are trying to make sure that you don't get far in this thing that you're doing?
1: um the industry is also in South Africa I guess well, I guess maybe a good thing we could say it's also very small so a lot of the time people people will say things about you and have no idea that the person the thing yeah. to is maybe like somebody that you know or you yeah. know so yes eventually things just get to you you know things just get to you and you hear somebody says something about you or you hear the reason that this didn't work out is because somebody did that you know what I mean so mm. that's just I guess Uh, The age-old cry of the artist, of um, gatekeepers and whatnot, and all of those, you
0: know, yeah. -hmm. And I actually want to speak about Say Me a Prayer, because it was a very personal song, you know, it was very personal for me. I feel that there is nothing more exemplary of love than someone who prays for you, you know? You also say, what do you see when you look at me? And I want to pose the question to you, Huey, on your thoughts about falling in love with potential.
1: You know, love is one of those things um, I believe cannot have a formula, you know, is yeah. you know, on, on one hand, you know, you could fall in love with somebody's potential and they could not reach it. On the other hand, there are people who've been married for 40 years who saw somebody's potential and they exceeded mm. it, yeah. you know. So um, um, I try not to look at love um, in, in a very um, form- formulaic way you know um what's good for me might not be good for the next person so there's definitely been relationships that I've been in that were great with somebody who um I just saw potential in and and there's been relationships I've been in that were terrible with somebody who maybe had already reached that potential
0: yeah Yeah, I think falling in love with potential can be tricky because one tends to not see their partner for who they truly are. And I mean, feelings of resentment can arise because this person is not becoming what the vision in your head predicted, right? But at the end of the day, there is no formula when it comes to love. Now, earlier on, you released the visuals to Time of My Life. What goes into your process of thinking about the appropriate visuals that should go with a song, you know? I mean, you listen to certain songs and you can visualize what kind of visuals will go with it, but primarily referencing what has been done in the past. So, what does your process look like in order to make sure that you're not repeating what has already been done?
1: Yeah, um, for this video, I would take no credit. Um, there's a lovely, lovely um, um, young woman that I worked with. Um, whose name is um, Debbie Gale M. She directed the video. Yeah, she's Debbie Gale M. Everywhere on on social media, D E B B I E, G A I L M. Um, she conceptualized the whole thing too. So she heard the song and then she just said, "Yo, the song." Sounds like you're about to move out of a place that you, yeah, you know that you really enjoyed something with somebody in. So that'll be the theme for the video, and then she shot that. So that was all her. And to answer your question, I like to let the director or whatever do their thing, you know, because I can take the song a certain point, but then like you let me know what the song makes you see, and then we can collaborate on whatever that vision you had for it was.
0: True, true. Some people just know how to propel you onto the next level, you know. I really enjoyed that with this music video because you were alone but your energy made me feel like, man, I'm also moving onto this next phase. And is that what this song means to you or does it mean something else?
1: Yeah, that's one of the songs, one of the things the the, the song means is, uh, you know, um, in in the process, like when a relationship ends, there's, there's there's always in the beginning, maybe that, you know, that anger, you know, yeah. and then there's that, the blame game, you know, mm-hmm. and then for a long period after you may be bitter. So on that particular song, um, I was speaking about, yo, but then why am I? pissed off that this relationship ended this way when in my past I've hurt girls you know I've broken um, certain people's hearts so maybe this is just my karma and you you came to deliver me my karma you know but then in delivering me my karma you you also gave me the best time of my life it's like yo, that was a great ass relationship I enjoyed it you know I'm sad that it had to end that way but damn you know I've hurt so many people in my past so you know what? It's fine. I'll take it on the chin. I'm glad that we had a great time. It's fine. Let me let me keep let me keep on pushing.
0: Wow. You have such an interesting perspective on life and relationships. Wow. Now, you tweeted about this theory you have of people being quite pretentious and performative on social media, for social media. And you said that social media isn't a good place, you know. Now, how do we, in this age and period in which social media is an instrumental tool for a lot of other things, like you and I have become friends, you know, through social media, and that's great, but how do we, as the youth, navigate in a way that doesn't perpetuate this idea that one is always happy and woke and taking good pictures, particularly when they're feeling their worst?
1: I, To be honest with you, I don't know. And this, and uh, there's... That's the great. Um, that's the dilemma uh, uh, with 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 social media. And mm-hmm. Social media as well. It's a it's a tool for such good, but it can also bring a lot of negativity into the world. You know. But I think a place we can start because I was thinking about this in terms of music. You know, I was, I was listening to some rap music, and then I realized that in rap music, a lot of the time we don't um share um consequences. You know, mm, um so guys may have a song. Guys may have a song, you know, speaking about yo, like, ten cups of mean, you know, send us the speed, you know, and I'm guilty of these too, you know. Um, I I I advocate weed a lot in my music, which is something that I've been questioning, you know. But then a lot of the time is, a lot of the time we don't um we don't we don't share the consequences of the things that we're doing, uh or on the flip side of that we don't share um what it took to do the things that we're doing and i think that's the the dilemma with social media as well it's like people are always posting results you know and people mm-hmm. never tell you what it took to get there you know um people never tell you um you know uh the the, the pain that they live with to do certain things you know so
0: sure.
1: i think maybe that that's something that could help a little bit you know but yeah mm-hmm. it's just it's just yeah, it's just weird
0: It is weird. It is weird. Even as I sit here, I don't know if there's an articulate answer for that. I mean, many people would argue that, you know, they go on social media for escapism. Someone I know made this point that they don't go on Instagram to see pictures that aren't aesthetically pleasing or to see people crying and not okay because that is not the point of the platform. They go on Insta to see conceptual pictures and videos because, in their words, nobody wants to see all that other stuff, right? Because we're already going through so much in real life and i don't know if you resonate
1: that's a great point right that's Mm. that's a really 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 good point but now the problem the problem comes when you lose that it's like how how some people you know cocaine is is a terrible drug right Mm. but some people can use it and live really productive lives You know, it's like they understand for some reason, like this, this thing, you know, they understand it and it's fine. But the problem is that a majority of the people, that's where the problem lies, is that the majority of the people don't know that this is this thing where people just share really good pictures of their lives or whatever. They're looking at this, this platform and all they're seeing is, oh, shit, everybody has a better life than me. So they think, oh, this is every day. Yeah. So I think it's not just about the small majority that understands what this is, that this is performative. It's about, you know, um, the larger majority and how this can be damaging on just the mentality of a nation.
0: I definitely hear you because on social media you'll find 22-year-olds posting luxury houses and for us, other 22-year-olds, it's like clearly I'm not doing enough and I'm just wondering what is the situation when it's like that, you know? Is it possible to rehabilitate ourselves from social media abuse?
1: That's that, that's one of the things I have, you know, I have no idea. I've tried everything and I haven't found something that works for me in a lasting way, you know? I've tried staying off social media, but then then one day I'll just get on and then I'll binge and then I'll feel terrible again. So I really don't have, you know, I really don't have the answer, but then um, I just know that not being on it does a lot less damage than being on it. So that's the only thing that I know for sure. It's Mm -hmm. just, yeah, just, or also like using it like as entertainment, you know, realizing what's going, okay, cool, this is entertainment. It's like when you watch your TV to watch a movie or you're watching something fantastical, you're not watching it for, you know, deep insights of life. You know what I mean? Well, 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 at least not all of the time, you know. So, yes, yeah. yeah, it's, it's 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 a very hard question to answer. And I don't think I'm equipped um enough to answer that. And to be honest, I don't think anybody on earth knows what that answer is because social media is still so very new.
0: I agree. We do tend to internalize a lot of things that shouldn't be. Thank you for that, Huey. And coming back to Summer Grace, what do you want us to take away from this project?
1: That good or bad, it's, it, if it all it, it all comes from life. You know, good or bad, whether something good happens to you or bad happens to you. Both of those things are indicative that you're alive. And being alive is, you know, that's the gift because I know this is something that people don't speak about often, but I, I know how, how damaging breakups can be to people. You know, sometimes people may not share or whatnot, you know, but then, yeah, this is, this is a project that I made just to say, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. I promise you, there'll be better for you in the right time. You know, um, that's what I hope they take from it. But also I do hope that people who are in a relationship can, enjoy being in the relationship you know like hopefully that can be the soundtrack to some of those some of those moments
0: i must admit they've already started being soundtracks to some of my moments you're right you know breakups can be very damaging thank you so much for creating this music for us it really does help with the healing and as we conclude what messages do you have for your fans and people who are listening and maybe struggling with issues of mental health
1: um You aren't alone. You're not crazy. It's okay to feel how you feel. Um, Most people in, in the world feel how you feel. Appreciate the people that love you. Stick around the people that love you. And stay away from the things that make you feel uneasy about yourself. Stay away from people that make you feel uneasy about yourself. Stay away from things that make you feel small. Stay away from people that make you feel small. No matter how much you love them, no matter how much you care about them. Only be around people that you know want the best from you and people who lift you up.
0: Thank you so much for that, Huey, and for joining us on the NDL show and having this very beautiful conversation.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you so much, Amanda. And I'm so proud of you, by the way. You're going to be a force one day, and I see I see it happening, and I know you see it happening, and I'm sure you don't know what to do with, with all of this happening in your life, but I think you've been chosen for a reason, and I appreciate what you do, and I just wish all the best for you.
0: Wow, wow. That was Huey Magic Man joining us on the NDL show to discuss his forthcoming EP titled Summer Grace. And I am thrilled to announce that it will be dropping this Friday, the 6th of August. I'm telling you, it will be everywhere on the socials. So if you're listening to this on Friday, the 6th of August, 2021, know that you can stream this EP everywhere, any platform of your choice. Touch your screen right now and search it. You will find it. Also, please do follow him on the socials at Huey Magic Man, tweet us your thoughts about what you think about this music edition we are at the NDL show tis women's month please don't be shy to put a lady onto this platform, send us your music submissions through our email on the NDL Show one at gmail.com to all the women out there you are amazing you are indeed a force to be reckoned with, don't let anyone, and I mean anyone try to dim your light we leave you with another hot single from his forthcoming project titled Summer Grace. Be on the lookout for that. The song in particular is called Love Acceptance. From my producer, Tilani Sidra, and I catch you on the next one.
1: Take a moment to be honest with myself. Think I need some help. It's a cold world. Plus, I feel like I got nobody else. Haunted by the feelings and emotions i felt In the days, all day, life me some say What goes up comes down eventually My love for you sorta of felt like therapy I've been thinking about you, wonder if you care for me Trip fell in love, now I move carefully Same old blunt smoking, soft-spoken When signs start showing, take notice Feel love in the way I vibrate My energy pure, never violate my time came by the half an hour late, but I still stay patient, I'll find a way, or I'll make a way, it's a toss up, they know that it's all us, fell off, got back up, then I bossed up, yeah, if you know all the pain that it cost us, give it all Lost everything is hard luck, and I wouldn't change a thing, man, it's all yeah, it's gotta get dark, so you see where all the stars are. And yeah, I thought we moving slow But time has a way of making someone Somebody you don't know And that's the way I feel, that's how it go Yeah, we moving forward while we dancing in reverse now Forget the past, you're to the present What dream can work without you in it? I guess the cosmos got you figured When they said you wasn't in it Time goes slow, goes slow Yeah, you acting new like somebody I don't know the time got me broken. But the summertime felt like a spring solstice. Longest summer, that we fell in love. Like growing the flower that hadn't seen up above. Yeah, the type of leather had me sprung. This the type of shit they wish for, but never rung. Yeah, yeah. And I'm better now. Again, I'll say.
0: This water has washed your memories away. Grateful for your
1: love, for growing the flowers I hadn't seen up above. For growing for making all of them
0: wishes come true. got many regrets, baby, them regrets in you.